0: Want the drugs in the bar?
1: during this episode that resemble real-life situations are coincidental and are not meant to serve as guides or tutorials to commit any crimes in any country. Please consult an attorney for local laws and regulations. And as always, trust your inner criminal.
2: Shell, um,
3: Shell, unmute interpreter. It's muted in Discord. They're undefinite.
4: Uh, do we have the call? Do we? Yeah. Uh, it's, we're having phone
1: problems, as always. Solar flares. But it's totally okay. Phones...
3: And yeah, thanks everybody for telling us, saying it's last week's info. Uh, we're having a, some technical difficulties right now. It's uh, been a day.
1: We've had a time. Having... But, uh, time is relative. Yeah, time's a relative thing. It's made up, really. It's a construct, a
3: prison of sorts. <laughs>
5: it's
3: a prison. Um,
4: so, yo, uh, what's everybody? So, did it's you get the caller calling? found experiences? Wait, who was that? Wait, DNZ, are you playing it? Oh, Christ.
6: Oh my! Uh, I have. Uh, that was an accident, John. John, is that you? Oh Christ! Oh, a very profound experience. <laughs> wow! I can't um, believe you're next Yeah. here. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> no. Oh Lord! Well, anyways. Welcome. Yeah, this, this has been quite the day for all of us, so please bear with us, um, <laughs> but a lot of funny things have happened and you might be uh, able to notice during the show, so let's just keep it rocking, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have uh, TinkerSec here tonight, which is awesome. I'm very excited to talk to him. Um, we'll be here to the news as well as an interview in a little bit uh, once we get done with the news. And um, one second. And no, D&D, we're not playing the whole thing. Um, okay. But yeah, so let's just jump right into the news so we can just have some stuff. Yeah, normal- All right, good. cool. Good. Okay, so license plate readers reader are still exposed on the internet. So I saw this. I've seen this before on Shodan. Has anybody else seen ALPR stuff on uh, on Shodan before? I haven't.
7: So like yeah. Yeah, I saw one a while ago uh and it just had an open directory with a bunch of uh images of license Yes.
4: So yeah. I think that was
8: the one. This... I think I saw it on Twitter like shell put it up
3: a while ago. Yeah. Uh I mean so this is it's interesting cuz like the as we actually saw recently which I didn't do our our weekend introductions or our weekend story time, but this weekend we um, spent a lot of time on our, on the Thug Crowd TikTok. So look us up on TikTok if you uh, like videos and music. Um, but there's a lot of police officers that share their uh, inside of their of their their uh, computers, like the lip syncing, and there's uh, like they'll show their desktop with all of their software and uh, files and stuff, but. The uh, interesting thing though is uh, that 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 also gets shared on, on Shodan and things like that because they're networking all of those different police laptops together and so they all have to be you know aggregating it someplace and a lot of the times well not a lot of the times but some lot of the times uh, that information is public and it should not be uh, ALPR stuff where you just can look up people's records and see yeah you shouldn't be able to do that.
1: I agree. Privacy, interesting. Now, uh, we're. I, I think the fact that TikTok, uh, like, who could have seen that coming? I, I guess anybody really uh, with some foresight into this fucking circus reality that we are living in right now. But, um, like, just this obscure app comes along that makes people's inhibitions somehow go down, and they're willing to post pretty sensitive stuff i mean who knows what kind of stuff's happening to uh to military right like hey post post your favorite picture of a map that's close
3: by (laughs) or some shit like that you know No. no it's definitely like the we've actually seen a couple of different examples of uh basically they have like police um i think it was Know about things name with one of them whether it's like police like uh, software as a service where they have like basically like an entire police stations worth of of like activities of like looking up information booking people and things like that that are all just aggregated into some like, service that um, local police departments can buy I mean I don't know who's exactly pen testing those kinds of things but those kinds of things that people would want to actually get into to free their buddies and you know uh, not come up when uh, they steal
8: a car. Free Kevin. <laughs> Put Kevin back. Well, Kevin, back. Put Kevin back. <laughs> Can we hack in the what what was the software called again by Motorola? The prison know. management stuff? Oh, that, that was um Spillman Nova. So that was the name Spilman of the Spillman uh... Nova was the prison management and uh we thought, you know, we could just imprison Kevin again, but
3: apparently not. Yeah, you need another API key for that. <laughs> they will just give us that willy nilly. Um 34610.
5: <laughs>
3: <of> <laughs> um but yeah, no. Um definitely interesting though to look out for um those kinds of things any police any sort of law enforcement stuff that is just their infrastructure out in the open. Um and tell them cuz they're actually like making everything a lot safe for us if we are um have our information out like that. Um the next one we have on the, on the list here It's actually really, really, uh, really silly. And I don't understand how this could ever pass anywhere. But then again, I've seen even weirder stuff pass. So Lawmaker wants to tax porn users um, to help fund the border wall. So Arizona is trying to release a bill that distributors of devices that allow access to the internet would have to install software to make porn not viewable. And to remove the software, a person has to pay the state twenty dollars, and that would um, help fund the border wall. I don't. This is like, I don't even know. Like,
5: what? This is like,
3: where did we get? Uh, the imagery included in the article first, where it is a,
8: a cat five cable of a condom wall? Hmm. Like,
9: like really quality. Uh, well,
8: Republicans don't believe in condoms anyway. So where is it? Where is that there?
9: Um, right, well, yeah. he just assumes that porn streaming is different from all the other kind of video streaming on the internet. Hold well, on, one second, I
4: changed my microphone real quick. It's
8: like that the the, the one uh RFC that's like dot sex considered dangerous RFC
4: 6969. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because uh, it's true. I don't know if it is. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> no, it's basically right saying like
8: that. there could be crossover between the com root re- zone and like the like the purity. When did dot com time? or whatever crossover with you know
1: evil.sex
5: <laughs>
1: When did it all start? I know it's been a minute, right? Like the TLDs have loosened up quite a while. It's a, like ten years now, right?
8: I think it is so. when you would have a dot xxx domain
0: though like dot ninja and like started like there was a lot of um you know like vanity tlds that came out for no apparent reason
1: yeah i remember even interpol got their own it was .dot int and it wasn't listed anywhere on like i don't think no int is internationals and not
8: because you have stuff like what do you call it uh who.int you know
1: who.int for the world health organization it's like international yeah, that's probably it. I, I, the only reason I knew about it is because of Interpol, but that was long, long ago. Like, we're talking and literally then, 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, Google owns
8: .new. Like, the, one of the coolest features, I think, is, like, he can type docs.new, and it opens a new Google doc. Or, like, slades.new.
4: Oh, really? That's interesting.
5: Huh. I
8: thought it was, like, a, a feature, like, the you know, like, uh Chromebooks only were redirecting, you know, dot new domains
1: or whatever, yeah. but apparently it's just a thing. Yeah, that makes sense. That's weird though. Hmm. Huh. N E W? Yeah. Oh, so D O C S Uh So has okay. anyone actually read the proposed bill at all? Wait, wait, hold on. Everybody needs to open a new browser window. <laughs> <laughs> like don't close this one. <laughs> and then try dot
10: you I you just like...
6: opened docs.new in Tor browser, and it totally...
10: So, serious question. Has anyone actually read that proposed bill that and Gilda is trying to propose right now? Not Gilda on the chat, but Gail Gilda, the Republican person who actually yeah, so, this was a good idea?
3: Okay, so, first and foremost, my favorite aspect of this is that it looks like it's just copy and pasted out of Vim. Like, they copied the entire window because of the line numbers and the monospace. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of uh, different
4: little, like, like, uh, directives of what is actually blocked. But do you have any specific thing that you want to discuss about? Not, Pike? Ah, nice. The uh, Discord voice
10: glitch. Yeah, component. Discord voice is
3: being real bad Man, today. Man, today's
10: an awesome day. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, buddy. It's all right.
4: So what were you saying, dude? Me or you? You.
10: What's up? Yeah, what's up, you? Oh, wait. Yeah, we're spread about our freaking names. It's like, oh, you're not, Pike. Oh, you're (laughs) you.
4: This to AFK, no, it automatically oh, does it off itself
8: like 10 minutes.
3: Wow, sorry, everybody. We're we are just having a great day today. Uh, sorry for everybody who just had dead air here. Um, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go into go 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 in in the turn
8: off
4: thanks AFK. For,
3: thanks for noticing that though, because uh, yeah, that was the thing yeah. that I forgot and configured. Yeah, I, uh, I just
0: disabled it now, so let's uh, go back <laughs> to what we're doing, and, uh... The
5: TLDR
0: is,
6: in <laughs> so your browser, a about... new uh, window,
1: uh... you type docs.new, or, what's the other one? Slides.new. Yeah. Or, like, sheets.new. Slides and sheets.new. And you get magical windows in your browser. That is. You can also go
8: browser. to nic.meme. I'm not redirecting the, the registry.google. <laughs> that meme? Because really? for some reason, Google owns meme? the .meme gtl
4: What the fuck? Okay. Right. I that's think they also
6: own the dot .dev tld. Yeah, that's and the
8: worst a bunch part. Of people like...
6: got,
0: yeah,
10: yeah, a bunch of people got annoyed because everyone uses dot .dev for their internal development networks, and now it's an actual tld.
1: That's great. Oh, I love it.
5: <laughs> they need the. I mean,
1: that's like the the one .dot you know x being assigned.
5: It's somebody, Wanda
1: Wanda. somebody does need to get dot local. Once that's done, and they redirect it to like their just fucking ad spammer universe, it'll everything will be right in the universe. That's how I feel about it, at least.
4: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, right. um, I mean, realistically, DNS server.
8: You could redirect, you know, anyone that's trying to resolve .dev or .local, so, to uh, you know your own server
1: and harvest creds for days. I think the way we got on this though was the uh that crazy bill that in Arizona yeah. to tax porn, which sounds like a very Arizona thing to do.
5: <laughs> like, I just, the we're gonna make like, SB ten
1: seventy like of porn. <laughs> all right now that has a special place in my heart just because i lived in Arizona for a while <laughs> but yeah it is
10: <laughs> would using a vpn be tax with their internet service providers saying like we're just going to block all this until you actually write us a letter saying i want to see it there's no compliance
1: going to happen it's never ever going to happen and whoever voted for this fucking lunatic is absolutely regretting their vote right now <laughs> are you sure you arizonans love came up their with the porn and they love their wheat okay <laughs> and then we have labor as idea, well what does the porn yeah. demographics page say about
0: arizona i was saying, like do you think he uh was looking at porn when he came up with the idea he was like just joking it and he's like she it put it oh well maybe but, she yeah, sorry she, she definitely was bad
1: she definitely was and
4: okay (laughs) uh,
3: lawmakers uh doing whatever the hell they're doing uh we should move on to the next topic here which actually dnz you had brought up too which is the wi-fi uh firmware bug yeah
0: this is pretty interesting because of the uh the like the scale of what's affected i guess like uh this chipset specifically being used in like um apparently uh PlayStation 4s, Xboxes, Surfaces, like a bunch of stuff that is totally out of your Wi-Fi control. Um, so, uh, the art- so what a lot of people don't realize is that well, there is uh, software that runs on your uh, peripherals that you don't really have control over. Um, and in this case, uh, ThreadX being the uh, firmware that ran on the- these Marvel chipsets um, was exploited over Wi-Fi so uh the attacker shows like in his poc um he's able to send like uh he he readies a beacon and then when he scans for available uh ssids um you can see in the kernel log there's like this device has been pwned so we can't tell exactly what he's doing but we know that um he's getting execution through uh the firmware and then it is able to uh, print out to like the kernel uh kernel messages so he's like it's owned without user interaction other than uh, the Wi-Fi, like, uh, um, like a scan, which is happening on like the devices that are affected all the time without any user configuration, which is pretty interesting. Um, but I guess this is similar to uh, sort of baseband attacks and other things that um, people have done, like fuzzing basebands in iPhones and, and stuff like that. So like those other peripherals that um nobody really thinks about when it comes to security because everyone's so like concerned with uh the operating system. um so this could be a bug as well that involves uh the kernel module that's specifically using we don't know that um but it appears that it's it's all around uh the firmware that is running on it and then any derivative of that as well would uh presumably be affected.
1: Hmm. yeah um so, yeah, so...
0: You could just that's be walking fun. around and your phone gets owned, because someone has a dirty <laughs> t running.
1: Yeah, don't be worried, is the sort is the yeah. of that. Nothing
0: the real bad. takeaway
8: is actually just rip out every single chip in your phone.
5: Yeah,
0: <laughs> actually. actually
8: GSM something. chip, throw it away. Think... Bluetooth, throw it away. Wi-Fi,
1: throw it away. Yeah, nothing...
0: It could be interesting, though, like, using, um, you know, offices that have, like, consoles in their office for, like, video game time or whatever, like, lunch break. Like, just pivot off someone's Xbox over Wi-Fi without any interaction, like, PlayStation or whatever. Yeah, but why would you do that when you can use a printer? Well, I mean, printer might not have Wi-Fi. It might be cable, but, like, you, where do you turn it? Like, how many people are going through the security settings in their PlayStation and being like, oh, yeah, better turn off, like the wi-fi chip all the time yeah but
8: how many people are threat modeling their fucking printer
3: yeah zero a lot of a lot of like uh embedded attacks like newer ones for game consoles and stuff like go through things like this like pretty sure that was the 3ds uh jailbreak that um went through a wi-fi chip or it was a peripheral chip of some sort like this um there's like a some bug in and they're able to leverage that to uh like that, that that was like a hardware bug too that like couldn't actually fix or something for a while. So yeah, interesting stuff though, when people are able to pivot off of a chip. Yeah, like I think if we go back, if we have a look at what
0: came out, uh, uh, Triple C with the wallet fail stuff as well, mm-hmm. uh, where there's like specific chip bugs um, that were like that they were looking at in in the wallets. Some of those bugs won't be fixed either. So if you if you had something that was a combination of this plus that. Um, that could be truly scary. Yeah.
3: Um, so the next one that is very scary is uh, hackers taking control of giant construction
4: crane. This is... Uh, the fact Watch that Dogs there is... Watchdog's IRL, was, Wait, what? It's Watchdog's IRL. Yeah. <laughs> this is like In so... Much the The fact that people
3: are the fact that there's, there are cranes that are any way controllable by random people is horrifying because cranes are just huge and they can just destroy things just as much as they can build things. Um, and yeah, that is a. Uh, they can really
8: have
4: any. Up, more right?
1: They can pick mm-hmm. some heavy
8: stuff up, as far as I recall. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking crane. The
0: way this was done, though, was, <laughs> it was done the way ready. Hmm? you know the weights that they use on the uh on the near the hook or whatever on the cra- i don't know crane terms the but there's like the a heavy a kind of... <laughs> wait you're not wait. On, the I mean, mean, I you wait. on the actual on the actual like line at the bottom of the line that's like a big heavy like even the hook is like heavy as fuck like if, have you ever walked under a crane and looked up and just gone like if that thing fell on me i'm gonna die like i'm 100 percent dead right. I mean, we're if it touched you, to
8: like you'd probably die as well. You'd probably be, you know, fucked up.
5: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about this is that these are, con- like, similar to so many other different things, were controlled um, by uh, radio, and they're just unencrypted, uh, or basic encoding, um, and people could just send commands remotely over the radio airways to cranes to control them.
8: Dragon, you there was, like, some cunt who was, you know, using, like, a little RC, you know, like, for an RC plane, just driving about a wee crane? Like,
4: I can only hope.
8: I mean, you can just imagine if it was, like, connected via VNC, there has to be some skid on Twitter flexing about how he owns a crane.
3: I feel like it it requires a bit more skill than just uh, you know a checker program. Um, it's more like uh, you need to have an SDR to be able to, and be in somewhere in the proximity of it to actually make it work.
8: Yeah, I mean that's that's you making the assumption that there's no Koreans with
9: Open VNC. I
5: mean, yeah, I mean, I, a I mean, of... I've gone through
3: like
9: a lot of resolves for that. I sure I would have found it by now. <laughs>
0: I've definitely um, been around construction sites where cranes have been erected to build buildings while and scanned like with an SDR um, at the time. And there's like a whole bunch of weird stuff that goes on, um, like frequencies that pop up. But one of the interesting ones, just a little side note, was uh, the the radio chatter from the people on the site who were just like, oh, yeah, Can you like open up the back gate? And like they don't know who's on the other end. They're like, Yeah, no worries. Like, oh, there's a truck pulling up at the back gate. Can you let him in? Yep, good the gates open, so I don't know what's the protocol around asking the crane operators to just do shit.
8: Hey, yeah, can you knock down gonna... this building for me? Yeah, I know it's like <laughs> you know, uh, meters from the
0: place we're actually
8: about to be building, but can you just knock it down?
9: I'll give you a pint and a burger can if you,
8: just you swing it really to...
4: fast. Hey, there's been a change of plans. I the, the drop or whatever, whatever you're holding, a... drop. take this building. Love it. Like he could fuck up someone's car.
5: <laughs> yeah,
4: like it's like that
8: guy who drove the the like mini uh like what do you call them like digger? He drove like a mini digger for, like a a, a hotel lobby because he uh he didn't get paid six hundred pound. He demolished this entire place. He's only out there finishing. Oh
1: yeah, I did see that today. That was pretty interesting. He just
4: it's demolished
1: like, it. Um, it was like a, a Loser buzz- Best Western, or some bullshit. Those things are good at uh, picking up like heavy things, like 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 the washer, washing machines, or ATMs or stuff like that. You know. I guess weight of plants is also cash machines. Speaking of cash machines and ATMs. <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> the next one here. This is this is pretty ridiculous, but this is just exactly what people do red teaming for, pen testing for. Um so yeah, this is uh North Korean hackers that infiltrated the Chile Chile's an ATM network after a Skype job interview. This is pretty uh when you read the actual details of it, it gets kind of sadder. So basically there's uh somebody doing a job interview and they had then download and open a file called applicationpdf.exe. And uh, yeah, it's just malware. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what this would... (laughs) It's just like, that's not even trying though. That's just like a application... You're free to
8: have some kind of PDF zero day, you know. Instead of having the name, they're at yeah, there are, there exe fans. There
3: are so many things that you could do with a PDF besides just adding an exe
4: or it's adding like an exe. Some
3: hack forums grade TTP.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, can hack you accept the TTP e-dot includes e-dot
2: exe doc
4: exploits? So they're more advanced than North Korea. The what? Hack forums TTP
8: hack includes. Forums fucking like docx exploits on like macro old days and shit whereas north korea is just name your pdf or name your
0: exe.pdf.exe <laughs> i mean if yeah. it works well,
9: maybe it's not it's
0: done. done yeah do you there's remember a there's uh there's like a uh ch- a, a description of like the um progression through a program's exp- uh, career uh where they start off they're like like bash hello world and then they go like all the way through the languages until they're like masterful c plus plus and then they get asked to write a hello world program and they like realize like bash echo like hello world is fine like maybe north korea are just like mad work and they're like we didn't even do any of this sh-. <laughs> Like fuck your i can't
8: remember where it was but like someone released a you know like an analysis of like a north korean apts like malware North Korea and China, because they're just, like, excluded from our internet, have figured out entirely different ways they actually use their malware, and, like, program their malware, and, like, have different techniques in comparison to anywhere else in the world. And I I think it's kind of interesting just to see that kind of divide, like, not even just,
4: like, a cultural one, like, an actual technical divide. Definitely, man. Was it FireEye? Or one of the bigger vendors? One of the bigger ones, yeah.
1: It was just not one single unified internet, though. Like, we kind of have this weird view of. It's definitely not that. It's segmented. It's controlled. It's controlled differently in different regions. It is not... It is not free. It's not free unless you unless you actively help to make it free. So run a Tor exit node. Run a (laughs) a few
3: nodes.
4: (laughs) So the next
3: next item that we have on the list here is the one that everybody has been talking about and then everybody just sort of kind of gave up on, I think, or or kind of realized that that it's not as valuable as they think it was. Uh, This was the collection one and anti-public breaches that Troy Hunt had disclosed. Um, these were a giant collection of passwords that were um, supposedly being sold for $70 on hack form and a uh, raid form, I believe. And, um, yeah, they were being sold and they were collected, aggregated. Everyone thought it was the mother of all breaches. And then you realized that it's actually just a bunch of old data.
0: I, don't know, I, don't I mean, that's pretty common. Like the breach compilation on Parpe or whatever—it's like kind of big, but there's shit everyone already has. It's just sort of yeah. People get all excited about you, that, you know, when it first comes out, and then when they find out, like, oh, it's just old stuff. I want
1: to see. Yeah, I, I think this is the first time Troy's pumped a, uh, a a breach compilation that isn't really all that spectacular. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's done it in the past, but this one especially. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on his work because the dude, like him or hate him, he does. He he's good at collecting the stuff that he's doing and uh, providing services. But this is the first time that I saw him actively go out and be like, "Yo, this is a really amazing thing that I got," and it's like, eh. But it's it's all the same stuff. So, I, it's going to happen. Yeah. Right? It'd be interesting to see how
5: it yeah, There's,
4: like,
0: so many, like, if, you, if you look at the uh, list of domains that were compromised in, like, this, uh, in this dump, though, like, the paste bin, there's just, like, so many shit domains that you definitely don't have an account on. Like, there's hundreds of, like, shitty websites that <laughs> no one, like, it, yeah, it's got a lot of accounts, but I don't, why does somebody have an account there in the first place is a good question.
1: Well, and also there being combos, right? Like the password combo was really, really low. There was, it was only a couple million from what I recall that had uh, password combos. So it was just email addresses mostly. That's like who, who really cares about that? Honestly, like what? I'm going to get one extra spam in my inbox. Great. I'll add it to the 700 that I get daily.
3: Yeah. I think one of the things, though, that makes it difficult, which is a lot of us, when they're looking at it or noticing, is that there's just the amount, the amount of data that you have to parse through is just astronomical. That's a lot of data,
7: absolutely. Of plain text,
3: plain text too, which there's very little consistency in delineation, especially with something like that where it's just hodgepodge, like it's just stuff cobbled together. So when you're trying to analyze that amount of data to even see, okay, what here is relevant, what is new and what is in a form that i can actually use a lot of that stuff is when it gets cobbled together it's just garbage like i've seen stuff like that before where oh. there's like random like byte sequences that are like just control characters like i'm like what is this binary data doing in the middle of all this ascii like stuff like that where you're just like i don't even know how this would be usable by anybody in the first place but um then when one of the tweets
0: Mm-hmm. Sorry, one of the tweets that Troy put out though had uh, he was trying to select count star and uh, the, the resulting integer was apparently too, bad. but don't select count star, never select count star. <laughs> like,
4: yeah,
1: really, yeah. <laughs> still, it's that you know, he's he's i i i can't knock him because he's dealing with huge amounts of data at this point, he's got. He's one of the uh, major authorities on the internet, but there's also a flip side to that, like the com guys. They're, uh, mm-hmm. they're a pretty bang-up job. I actually like those dudes a lot. Um, quick. I, I, I can't imagine how much finagling is going on in the back end to make things like that work, because that's a lot of a lot of info. Yeah, especially yeah. the with was...
3: clean text where it's it's difficult to like just manage like you don't just open that up like it's, it's there's no like good ways to like if you have like a multi-gigabyte text file even that is 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 tough to work with at times yeah and the other way
0: is like the other thing as well is like during data exfiltration for sql um, like you know you might not get a sql file you're not going to get real sql you're just using some Injection that you've scripted up to dump into a text format, which is whatever you think is a good idea at the time, mm-hmm. and you don't really know what's going to be in the data all the time. Like the data type might not quite be what you've expected, and if you just dump like ten gig of data, you're like, oh shit, five records are wrong, or like twenty percent of the records are like corrupted or something. You you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Does anybody yeah. <laughs> know if there was actually any like big compromise of any kind of, you know? company in that data or like any real you know big...
5: none
8: of it was new yeah because when i was well there was probably a few it, it was, it was
0: mainly like i just kind of gave up because i was like okay like this is you know it's like any other kind of you know data that gets thrown on the internet there's just so much of it
8: nobody's going to be selling any yeah. kind of breach like that that's yeah. you know private or even semi-private for 70 dollars the guy was selling on telegram yeah.
0: too He's got a dis. he he's got his discord on there. Don't worry, like, hit him up on a discord. DM. <laughs> Do you want
4: to get a Yeah.
7: <sighs> they can cut you a deal if you toss him some nitro <laughs> free nitro. We, want
3: free it, nitro.
0: we... Only take seven dollars of
1: Speak <laughs> <laughs> so Speaking um... of nitro, there's uh, there's this story about. Nitro uh, uh, Giants, web giant? Blocking it. Whoa. That was an even I worse transition than <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Right?
3: Uh,
1: uh, well, yeah.
3: uh, Google is going to be blocking ad blockers in Chrome for safety, apparently. Gasp. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah. AdBlock Plus is apparently not going to be affected by this, but Chromium wow. um, Core is going to have some ad blocking features.
2: Uh, They're going to
3: have some ad blocking blocking features implemented.
10: Wasn't AdBlock so, Plus already taking money for people to let their ads go through?
3: That's likely yeah. why. That's likely why they are not affected by this at all. But also, you have
10: to think about yeah.
8: this as like but Google's it, entire profit, you know, model is based on odds
0: yeah I wonder if they but, but I wonder... now this is like the pyramid scheme where google become like you know stay at the top of the food chain because people pay adblock money and then adblock will just pay google money and then everybody like their ad is their app is unaffected i don't know
1: you think it's gonna be successful i think people are just gonna revolt and like figure out a way around it and and oh, it hold, uh, uh, revert
9: It's just a deprecation and an API call. So I'm sure with a little bit of tinkering, people will be able to get around it, especially considering like the core Chromium uh, application has been open source for such a long time.
10: Yep. Yep. It's it's times for an arms race. We've got ad blockers and ad blocker blockers and then ad blocker 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 block.
9: And like with Microsoft, uh, like Microsoft's going to be adopting Chrome at some point too. So like that's really fucking scary considering that like one company can make a decision that would essentially control
0: the majority of the internet users are we just seeing the recycling of the framebuster JavaScript like framebuster framebuster buster buster frame buster 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 buster
9: <laughs> Buster buster rhymes
4: I can bust a rhyme <laughs> um, oh on once again no, I think that, like, though, when it comes to, like, ad blocking stuff, it's, like, it becomes essential at a certain
3: point when there is just compromised ad networks that just serve malware out of your ads. And it's just, like, what do you do? Like, if, you, if you're if you just a website that you use that is just giving you some, like, you know, malware dropper in JavaScript that just invokes PowerShell or something, like, some whatever weird-ass thing someone's trying with JavaScript these days, um, if you can't block that, if you don't have the ability to block that, like, where does that leave you? Or does it leave the company liable? Like, where does it leave your browser liable to to disabling that kind of thing or enabling that kind of thing
0: um, for you? I think the evolution of uh, ads, though, is definitely leading more towards that. So, like, you know, when you used to have ad networks that were uh, based on impressions, then you went through, like, went to clicks. And now you see things like CoinHive, where what is a quote capture is actually really just a pay gateway like
5: Mm -hmm.
0: so i think the type of ads that are getting served are changing as we evolve anyway so if there's ads that people don't see the CPU usage that they don't notice is that's going to be blocked by like the ad blocker if they're not you know like it's not a tracking script, it might not be tracking them or serving them any particular content based on their browsing history but it's still making money off people
1: yeah yeah We'll see. I, my prediction is they 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 tried to take a leap and they're gonna push it and people are just gonna freak the hell out and they'll get enough pushback to
4: change it. Either that or everybody's gonna move to like Mozilla, right?
1: Let's go back to Firefox, I guess. Yeah, Firefox or or IE. Yeah. Yeah. I right. sure. IE's good now. Yeah, or Safari. That's even
5: better. <laughs> oh, Safari. even been updated. do like, like when was the last
8: when was the last release? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
4: Netscape
1: Navigator. Like, yes, Netscape Navigator. That's where we'll end. No, we only use Wait, curl in the social. Is now. That,
0: that is the evolution of Netscape Navigator, right? Mozilla <laughs> went like Mozilla call became, like went on yeah.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for the news. But then we also have uh, a couple cool cheat codes this uh, this cycle here. Uh, the first one being this app get RCE, which um, I still had to
4: read a little bit more about. But does anybody else have any uh, information about? I want to explain what this is.
0: Oh man, I saw this really quickly, like during the. Uh... The HTTPS fucking debate about update mechanisms. It was like really poorly timed that this happened to come out at, uh, at this... with yeah, the yeah, video Android, a website. Right? That's like, uh,
8: why does APT not use HTTPS.com?
0: Yeah, but there's it's not the only distro. There's plenty of distros and and mechanisms that don't. Um, if you think about like what HTTPS provides. Is it really providing you identity? Like, it's not providing the identity or the integrity of the package you're downloading anyway, and that's why there's dis- that's why there's mirrors everywhere. So, yeah. if you did introduce HTTPS and you did use something like, say, Cloudflare, because you know, and you, you're use- reusing the SSL certificates, then what's a hijacked domain? So, then when do you does the argument change from like, oh, put HTTPS to like now put like DNSSEC and all this stuff? And at the, the core of the problem is actually the integrity of the package. Because if it's not GPG signed, but like PGP signed by the vendor, the vendor it's not going to anyway.
4: install anyway. Atmos, you got some...
1: Uh... All right. Atmos, yeah, I yeah, you I'm the right now. I saw. Wait,
4: Atmos, what were you guys to say? I hear you Okay, basically...
2: It's not only that, anyone can spoof the headers of Cloudflare, which is share, and basically you're fucked. And HTTPS don't always provide, like, if you use open SSL, there's a lot of in issues. Same for APT, like, when you update, I will not use it. i rather just make a token hunt or hash verification on each package. You just don't have to... Is do slash y and accept everything. There's already as verification of packets
4: yeah, and packets
2: that you download.
1: Then it comes down to being an easy vehicle to latch onto. Uh, it's a simple phrase that you can parrot and repeat, which is oh, you should be using HTTPS. It's nice and easy and simple for everybody to remember. And that's a bandwagon kind of thingy i i don't think it inherently provides any security benefit but I it's don't... okay you can call it uh yeah. you call it what it is which is the Infosec uh cargo gold bullshit
0: <laughs> i think that, like it, it, there is there is some benefit in like a more um advanced sort of deployment like if your distro had a like a signed key like a client certificate so that you could have mutual authentication with your update server that's good um, if which is incredibly difficult to set up and manage, uh, it's also costly. You then have to look at like okay, so somebody could potentially know what packages you're downloading, or know what mirrors you're using, know what oh, version fuck. you're getting, or something like that.
6: Well, not if anything that. like that. Anything yeah, like
0: but- oh, getting Windows updates. That's like right. you're getting you're getting Ubuntu updates. You're getting uh, like Red Hat updates. Oh, okay. oh fuck
4: you I'm can guess so that. Good. Like blown the recon dude, but um, yeah. There's
0: the other thing that HTTPS is going to introduce as well. Like, is the the whole TLS like attack surface? Like, we've seen we saw like Heartbleed and we saw Drown and we saw other things for like you know. There's been plenty of big name bugs and there's been plenty of no name bugs like CVEs that come out for Open SSL and stuff that uses other SSL libraries like all the time. So. I think you're just think really it, like complicating it
1: yeah i think a good metric for this is let's try and get our shit together with using admin admin first and then we'll move on to the more advanced attacks that like attack the cryptography levels of https etc but let's just try and get those telnet admin admin credentials fucking taken care of let's try
4: that first yeah <laughs> yeah definitely there's uh there's different ways. <laughs> um but um oh, man there's something
11: else i had about
0: HPS. i totally like lost my brain for a second i'm
1: sorry. i get this weird feeling this vibe me too <laughs> so strange uh,
0: yeah there's there's so much uh there's there's such a difference between like privacy and integrity and identity like all these different concepts that need to be addressed and uh yeah like tackle one problem at a time the green trust walk trust. you need the green walk yeah the what
1: i'm missing that one
9: the, green the lock? little green walk in your browser it's just a joke oh that's that not funny
1: here though
2: no that means i'm secure
1: yeah. Like, like, you know, if people too. will
2: stop use cloudflare it will help a lot but cloudflare just men in the middle everything that is connecting to it and use so much shit man it's just stupid yeah, but
0: cloudflare, it also enables things like domain fronting which is reason like part of the reason why we haven't seen like like cdn in general um, was part of the reason that yeah, it was so but, hard to block.
2: Yeah, look, I like, Cloudflare before. from my domain signs maybe three months, and it's still connecting to it. What the fuck? I'm having, like, issue with the fucking air records and everything because it takes fucking priority in every one DNS. Like, they use 1.1.1, 1 and dude, that's fucking stupid. Same for Google DNS. They synchronize with fucking Cloudflare. So basically my domain is fucked up right now. Are you mad about
1: Wait, wait. So is this a personal thing, Atmos?
2: Yeah, it is. Fucking <laughs> I fucking emailed them about that. They never fucking answered.
1: <laughs> That's great. I'm oh, sorry for your I'm sorry for your troubles, buddy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, hey, no, we, it's um, fun. It's fun. I can buy another domain. Like I don't give a fuck, but it's just a fact that, dude, they're doing something bad. Like they're enforcing shit on internet, shit, and things that people are not even aware of.
0: Yeah, dude, <laughs> I feel you. Hey, look, I,
9: mean,
2: I think uh,
0: a lot
9: of the
4: people who follow, like, let's
0: encrypt. As well, like let's encrypt is a uh, is is very useful and quick to use, but uh just because you can sign a let's encrypt domain also means like an attacker can do that too if there is a domain
4: oh yeah, yeah, of course,
0: like your browser hey, not gonna go oh the the verification has changed with this website
3: Yo, before we go too much further down this uh hateful rabbit hole, got one more little news thing that I wanted to touch on <laughs> um. Which was the, uh, the ES File Explorer? that uh, F Society had uh, put out. anybody read this? Is anybody familiar oh, with ES man. File Explorer? Because this is awesome. I actually... Dude, look at the exploit. Look at the payload. Oh my god, <laughs> it's incredible. So ES File Explorer is a very very popular file explorer for Android. And it's shipped on a lot of phones, so especially like uh, like cheaper phones will have this shipped as the stock file manager. And so it has 500 million users worldwide. Um, I have a ton of phones that have it, so I've actually been able to play with this. But so apparently, when the um, user launches this app, um, there's an HTTP server started, and it's listening on port 59777. 7, 7, and all you have to do to, uh, to control the phone is um, just do a simple curl request. So if you see this exploit, which I'll just I'll post the Git repo in here. Um, but you can do everything from list files, uh, list pictures, videos, audio, apps, um, apps on the SD card, get device info, um, pull an app from the device, launch the app, um, and a bunch of other things. So this is. I mean, you're forgetting the big one, which is
8: commands. What? You're forgetting the big one, which is execute commands on the device.
3: Yeah. Um. There's yes. Yeah, so there's, there's literally like you can also just download your files from this as well.
10: Just, Has anyone
3: you, confirmed this?
10: Because I uh, tried this on a couple phones and I wasn't be able to pull.
3: Do you have ES File Explorer on it?
10: Yeah, in older versions.
3: In older versions. I haven't actually confirmed it yet. But this is the yeah. Me neither. Uh, I would assume that this. I thing mean, is... if
8: you give it a CBA, then it's probably legit.
10: Sure, it's just always interesting to see like a scope.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I have a couple phones Maybe we could do a stream sometime this week, um, and test it out because I have a few phones that have this that also yeah. Um, yeah, be fun to play with.
10: Yeah, great. I'm not saying like I doubt its existence. It's just I tried it on uh, like three different phones, three old Android phones, and I wasn't be able to get anything. Yeah, I think.
1: Sorry, Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say I think it's interesting that you bring that point up because a lot of people retweet stuff, including this, which I admittedly retweeted without verifying myself. And uh, yeah, who actually has had success with it? Come hit us up in Twitch chat or whatever, because I don't think anybody has.
10: Yeah, definitely. Please do. I mean, it's always fun to, you know, go on a buzzword and push it out. And I'm sure it's <laughs> actually, you know, applicable somewhere. But <laughs> it's always good to validate. And I'd, I'd love to see if anyone has like a video or some screenshots well, I have of them a trying.
8: Uh, question: I What version of Android is the device running? Because like there's a couple of issues on the GitHub page that say four dot four dot four, Android doesn't work with it.
10: Oh, neat! Yeah, I have four, five, and six.
2: Yeah, and a lot of people like have different setting and stuff, edit config of stuff went to root. So I would like to see a proof of concept to see which kind of device it's epic and mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I think I think one of the big reasons that it. Was generally accepted as true is what Plasmas kind of pointing out on Twitch is that the company confirmed it, like they they confirmed that they saw this bullshit going on. So
10: um, yeah, and that layers is a kind of another thing they saw in the patch notes. They fixed some like HTTP issue, but there, I saw there was discussion on a post of you know this tool. They're talking about the possibility of it being like a bug door. Oh, interesting. Because it's it's really convenient right
0: it's really obvious for a bug door though like but you know uh,
10: it's still yeah, obvious right that...
0: but like good bug doors are like you know the the e-flag on a php regex or something right like, you know this is like a smiley face like no, yeah, uh, yeah. Or like the removing,
4: this is the removing
0: that you know single semicolon or something like that. They're
4: they the, the leech.
10: Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know, and I don't think anyone else here knows definitively, but I could, I'd believe it if someone went out and said like I have.
3: Yeah, we can test it out. We can um definitely do some screen sharing or maybe another stream.
10: Let's and do it. Turn out some phones. I'll reach out and see what I can get. I got
2: a a cell phone. I can try it. Like, if someone want to try it, I don't have the exploit, but you can try it literally on my phone.
3: Look in the show notes channel in Discord. Uh,
2: It's in there. Um, it's just a git repo.
4: yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just a git repo. It's actually just a curl request. You don't really need much else. Um, but yeah, pretty cool stuff. Um,
10: wait, wait, you don't need a huge Python thing to wrap around.
3: No, I think you actually need a full Node.js server and it has to be running. Oh,
10: out right, right. Yeah, okay. that's and where I went wrong. Bup. I'm sure that's why I didn't.
3: Yeah.
5: And a,
0: <laughs> you're going to have burp and you got to do it through a browser. <laughs> watch my GitHub for full showdown
4: integration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need sensors. Uh, 29 per month. <laughs>
3: Hell yeah um so hey it's about time to uh
6: talk to our guest
3: what do you guys think tinker
8: it's about time for me to go to bed so good night everyone night. Good, night. Good, night. good night
11: good night good night
3: yeah <laughs> and hey tinker are you there
11: i i am here how are you doing
4: hey doing great how are you
11: i've been listening to your news uh, talk and all uh, the Volans and Exploits you've been putting out and sipping my rye right now, so I'm in quite a good mood.
3: <laughs> awesome. So hey, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, a lot of people are really excited to have you on here and, and talking to you. When you, when you showed up in our Discord, we were all excited. We were like, oh, and then you are just so kind, so we are just taking it back.
11: I, I, y'all invited me. I, uh, you're, a, you're a wonderful uh, folk, and I, I felt very So can't do not, but, uh, but be kind.
6: Oh, well, thank you.
3: Um, thanks taker thanks for coming on cheers yeah um so i guess do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little little bit about what you do
11: uh yeah i I, uh uh, i'm I'm a run-of-the-mill pen tester i hack a bit and grift a bit and burglar a bit um i've built out uh uh built out a couple teams um i'm a technical architect uh, at a at a, uh, a large company right now um building out their team doing a lot of Purple teaming, honestly, and helping build out their uh, security operations center, their intrusion detection by throwing out uh, known malicious activity and kind of helping them tune the rules. Uh, prior, to, uh, prior to pen testing, I did a bit of uh, intrusion detection, served in the SOC trenches. Uh, prior to that, I was in the uh, United States Marine Corps for a bit. Thank um, you for your service. Oh, yeah, cheers. Thank you for yours. Um, for your I didn't what you do. Uh, I was a uh, motor T. Uh, if you can't truck it, fuck it. Um, so did a lot of uh, of uh, direct support convoy operations, and uh, uh, we hauled uh, beans, bullets, and band aids. And we uh, we escorted uh, uh, mercenaries, uh, private military contractors, and a lot of uh, third country nationals. So uh, good times. No, I'm familiar with run- that. We'll, yeah. We'll talk later. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. A bit of gun uh, gun running. Um, I, I've been asked. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to follow the Twitch chat too. Uh, 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 someone said something along the lines of, uh, uh, they'd like me to say, uh, This is Snake. So uh, there you go. Snake! Snake!
5: Snake.
11: Yeah.
3: Good, <laughs> so hell yeah so um i guess we can start off a little bit i guess on your on your background so what yeah. made you get into computers what got you into uh infosec hacking all that
11: well i i uh so i'm gonna date myself here but um uh, back in high school i i uh did a bit of script kitty bullshit and um this is like windows 95 windows 98 days and uh uh I think one of the the earliest things uh that I did I was playing around on the uh, Windows and I think I can talk tell the story without you know this is all fake right we're we're just we're all actors right oh, Yeah yeah, saying, yeah, uh, yeah, no so. yeah
2: it's the story
11: Yeah yeah so so this isn't this didn't really happen uh, 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 but I'm going to tell it to you anyways making it up on the spot mind you um, but uh, uh there's an open network share in the high school computers and it, it pointed towards a uh you know, a counselor computer, a, a registrar and uh, uh, double clicked on it, right? Um, and it brought up the C drive and it was read, write. So I, I pulled down some janky ass key logger written in visual basic, I couldn't do it myself. You, you, you double click this thing, right? And actually log keystrokes, but it, it brought up a window that said minimize this window. And so uh, I can't remember where I got it. This was like pulled through the dead cow type, type of stuff, you know, back orifice bullshit. But uh, I dragged it onto the uh, computer and went into Win Any, Win Dot Any, and, and had it run at startup. And uh, uh, ended up logging the the keystrokes of the, the counselor computer and used that. Uh, I, I'd gotten the idea because I, I, when I went in to ask a question about classes or whatever my grades, uh, there was a, a a telnet program flashing on the counselor's computer, and it had the uh, the IP address. And so, uh, uh I, I, logged, I logged keystrokes and pointed towards some old ass mainframe that the the, um, the school district ran. And, and so I connected to it with Telnet and used the password that I got from the store computer and ended up getting full access to uh, student records and grades and all that shit. So, um, ended up going to school originally for computer science, uh, but 9 11 happened. So I changed my degree to, uh, to a history and uh, uh, political science and Arabic. Went to Jordan and studied Arabic a little bit over there. And ended up going to Iraq. Um, wow! Got out, of, uh, got out of the Marine Corps and graduated college finally. And uh, did every odd job known to man. Uh, ended up uh, doing a little bit of pipe fitting too and construction work. Uh, ended up tearing up my knee out in Iraq, uh, tore my ACL. And uh didn't know it because it tore it clean. So you, you pull it up on an x-ray and uh you know, no cartilage was ripped. But I had no ACL for about two years or so and was on a job site downtown Dallas, uh, uh welding pipe. And I ended up twisting my knee and tearing both of my meniscus. Uh long and short, I, I got reconstructive surgery, said, Well, I should probably get a desk job or what have you and got some piece of crap desk job just to bring in some sort of paycheck, you know, something oh. You know, $10 an hour, what have you. Uh, but I had some folks that were friends of mine um, here locally and ended up taking a couple of, you know, I, I'd done a bit of computer work from before. said, so well maybe I can get back into it and took a couple of them out to a bar, uh, took a developer. Uh, sounds like a joke, but took a developer, a, uh, uh, a, a sysadmin and uh, a SOC guy, intrusion analyst, uh, separately, got them all drunk and said, what are you doing? How can I get there? and uh the the sock guy he he said something that really stuck with me for Infosec. He said, "Look, I don't care what degree you have. I don't care what search you have. If you stop learning for more than two weeks, you're obsolete uh, to me your, your master's degree buys you two buys you three weeks of my training program. You, you have to constantly learn uh, And he wrote down on the back of this uh, uh, this receipt that we had for the bar tab. He said, "Go go study systems, Windows and Linux, go study." networking, go study scripting, uh, go study web applications, uh, study attacks and study packet analysis uh, and defense. And when you get done with that, come talk to me. And I did uh, yeah, study for you vote. should
2: have mentioned uh, like assembly. Uh,
11: say that again now. I'm sorry, I've got poor hearing too many You
2: grenades. should have mentioned uh, like assembly, but I so, that was a good advice.
11: Yeah, yeah, so I, I, in order to get into the, the intrusion detection here, was my first game. I didn't need assembly right away, uh, but some of the first stuff that they uh, that they had me learn was C, and then assembly in order to do uh, a bit of malware reversal. Uh, in order to learn yeah, static analysis. Coding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so uh, you know, I took uh, uh, Zeno uh, Kovac's. Uh, um, uh, was it Open? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm losing my my mind here. The Open Security Training. He's got some really great. Uh, Assembly courses uh, for free. Uh, I'll see if I can find a link and post that in the uh, in the Twitch chat. But yeah, that, that's how I got my start with Assembly.
2: Yeah, me it was with whereas, but like on IRC, mm. I got so much documentation from that.
11: Yeah, I taught. Uh, I what's funny is so I've never really needed to use a lot of Assembly, but but from an intrusion uh, uh, detection standpoint. um I remember uh we'd but this is back when Shellshock hit, and uh we'd get hit by all these frickin' uh you know, spams like spray attacks on 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 everything, just trying to, to find vulnerable CGI. And we get hit by Shellshock all the time, and uh but the initial pull was in a, a vuln test. It would it would call uh some some piece of shit uh IRC botnet written Perl. And so, you know, d- didn't need to know too much assembly at that point. You just pull down Perl and, and read it straight. But uh, I don't know if that counts as malware reversal if you're just reading a text file. But anyway. I think if it's Perl, it counts as obfuscation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine it could be. That's enough. Those, those are some some janky. I don't know if you can still pull. It's kind of what we were talking about last week when I got on the, um, uh, the Thug Crowd chat. We were talking about... Uh, Pulling down Perl scripts, uh, and those are like a, a quilt work of various different um, uh, uh, scripts. Is kind of hodgepodge pulled together. Uh, at the time, it was the uh, the Brazilian script kiddies, and so some of the some of the comments were written in Portuguese, and the rest was you know ripped up from some other different stuff. But you could pull their C two server and connect directly to it and kind of talk to them. And I would say they didn't really care for that, but <laughs> you have fun. <laughs> that, that, that was way back. Uh, research dump. Yes, I will be your.
4: So, that's pretty great stuff, and the
1: advice that you got uh, is pretty good. Like, I not to make it discourage anybody that's taking uh, a month off or whatever. But yeah, you got to keep up on your day to day stuff. Yeah, yeah
2: and otherwise, shit add up. Like technology evolves so fast.
11: You, you know, I, I, I agree with that uh, to a certain point, but, but we kind of fight a duality. You all mentioned some, uh, some recent VOLNs that came out that were new um, but, uh, uh And then we flipped around and started talking about default creds. And so while the, the forward edge of, of hacking is constantly changing, constantly shifting, there's always a new attack to be found. Uh, most generally, the ways that we get attacked and the ways that I attack are, are are stupid shit and and i don't mean stupid so far as as you know the the sysadmins on the back end running it um but but it, but simple things you know it's it's unpatched uh orphan systems that folks don't even know are sucking up uh electricity it's it's default credentials it's or no credentials um so so a lot of the ways that you know you can you can break in i mean shoot look at mirai that's all just a bunch of default creds too so uh you absolutely do need to be kind of on that cutting edge so far as being aware of it but you know don't as a defender don't really worry too much about or even as an attacker don't worry so much about zero days you know look look for the, the simple things first uh same thing with breaking and entering you know uh, if you're going to go clone a, uh, 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 an access badge that's all cool and whatnot but generally speaking smile and let a person tailgate you know or tailgate behind a person or you know, knock on a door, let somebody let you in or open a an open door. No no need to lockpick when there's no lock, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I've seen some nice shit recently like memory attack and like the attack is not only polymorphic, it's uses deep learning. And if you like successfully delete it. Well, it's gonna come back, hmm. <laughs> and did learn about oh, you did delete it, and well, it's I'm still like uh, doing forensic on that, but yeah, uh, I seen some cool shit for real.
11: Yeah, no, no, some some of the esoteric shit that's out there is shoot, it's mind blowing. You look at it, get a bloody nose, and just grin ear to ear while the blood drips <laughs> down your front teeth. You know, <laughs> it can it can really be out there. I'll tell you.
2: Yeah, I collect all type of shit just for for fun, and sometimes oh, you, you end up finding some really neat stuff.
11: You, you got a bug jar, huh? You
4: got a, a, a virus Petri dish you, you click.
11: I'm mean, assuming he grinned and said yes and nodded. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a common occurrence here. It happens. uh, Uh,
3: Yeah, Discord is a wonderful voice platform. uh... (laughs) Very wonderful. I love it. I keep getting kicked off the microphone, and I don't know why. Um, (laughs) So I kind of missed the last part of the story. If anybody has any other questions to bring up, Uh,
9: where'd you go from uh, from after the sock?
11: So. There's a den of thieves over here called Dallas Hackers Association and, uh, kind of hang out with them for a bit. So I was doing, um, when I was doing sock work. I would go kind of hang out with them once a month and, and the way they work, uh, they're forked off of, uh, the Austin Hackers Association. Uh, I like to think we're a bit more friendly, but, but there you have it. Um, shout out to Mobhead, but, <laughs> um, so the way that Dallas hackers works is folks get up for about ten minutes and give a fire talk they've been hacking the last month. Uh, and they have about five minutes of discussion. You get up, get down, there, there's we're not looking at polished, you know, talks or nothing. It's it's very much everybody's drunk and everybody's getting up talking about the shit they hacked. Um, and so I, I gave a couple different talks. I think we had uh uh you know, I'd gotten a hold of a a Chinese elf binary and uh uh, me and uh, a Malware Must Die way back when did some dynamic and static analysis on, I mean, and that's when China was DOS a uh, GitHub, and so we we found a kind of a core aspect of that. So we gave a talk on that. I gave other talks on, on just you know attacking in general. A lot of the early stuff, you know, I, I didn't really know a lot about hacking per se. You know, the kind of stuff that you you study in in, in off of Vonehub or CTS but but not any kind of real life stuff. Uh, but I but I knew how to, I knew how to wage war. And so I, I would give some talks on, you know, here's some things that you do uh, uh, in fighting an actual uh, uh, kinetic battle. So how does that relate to, you know, to logical systems or, or hacking? And uh, anyhow, uh, get a lot of really good discussion. Um, a gentleman that, that had gone there uh, by the name of uh, Bubbles, uh, a real honorary fellow, um, he had just, he he gave a quick talk on busting into, I don't know, about. Five or ten casinos uh, down the the river Mississippi, and uh, he he would bust in one day and, and and get access to everything. Bust in the next day uh, to a new casino. He called himself Oceans One. to uh, Talk, and I and I complimented on him afterwards. I said that, that was some hot shit there. And he goes, "Well, hey, come work for my crew." And I said, "Well, I, I don't I don't know that I'm all good." He goes, "Well, you got the mind, and you got the technology. I'll I'll, I'll teach you the attacks." And so I told him no. Uh, Cause I was building something out at my sock and I wanted to see it through. Um, but after about six months, he kind of said, Hey, you know, we got an open, come on over and I'd done what I needed to do. So I, I put in for it, ended up interviewing for the company and uh, uh, they ended up giving me a verbal offer and said, uh, you know, we'll bring you in and train you. You'll and, uh, uh, don't worry for about the first six months, you'll, you'll be shadowing other folk and, and maybe doing some training courses for our clients. And then we'll ease you into it. Have you do some, some hacks with other people, uh, and then put you out on your own after about, you know, we'll, we'll ease into it after about six months. Um, and so I said yes to, or, to the verbal offer at least, uh, but in between getting a, getting a written offer, literally three days. Uh, the entire company got bought out by a large conglomerate and the entire pen test team, which was about 10 folk uh, left. (laughs) And so they said, well, uh, the offers come in, but but no one was there except for, I guess, one other, one other uh, gentleman who was also new and I had to make a decision to hop over and I ended up going for it. And the very first week that I had on onboarding, uh, uh, my, the boss there said, look, I know you're new, but we got, two internal pen tests. You need to be an insider threat out. Can you fly out there for three weeks? And I said, oh, shit, okay. He goes, don't worry, get out there, lie through your teeth, plug in, give me a call and I'll try to walk you through it. And I said, uh, okay, well, you know, let's do this. And I knew about everything I could know and I'd trained up everything I could know off of practice, right? But it's 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 like studying martial arts without ever, ever been in a real fight kind of thing, you know? Uh, and so I went out there, plugged in, tried my scans the first day, and couldn't really find anything. And I ended up staying by left. I said, fuck this noise. Uh, I, got a, I got a off crack on, on a live USB. Let's just go start plugging into a bunch of laptops. And I got lucky and laptops weren't encrypted, dumped the uh, local admin hash. Uh, the other guy that, that was still part of the team, he goes, look, I love hash cracking. Just send me that hash. I got, I got uh, eight GPUs over here. Uh, and I sent it to him. I, I didn't even know at that point about passing the hash, right? Uh, I realized, you know, now that I could have just used that I needed to he ended up cracking it for me with some crappy ass uh, password but they had stamped the same windows image on every single laptop so it had the same uh, local administrator they weren't using laps or nothing uh, and i ended up at that point i could get access to every single computer in the environment except for a server that was pci uh, uh vland off you know access controlled off and that i'd gotten a lot but they're like hey can you uh can you get access to that server? And I said, well, I'll try. And I don't know any great hacks, right? Um, but I could get, get access to every workstation there. And I knew the guy, uh, cause I just had been talking to folk. I knew I knew the, the admin for, for the SQL server. And so when he went to lunch, I already peed into his computer, double clicked on the, the SQL server icon on his desktop and it had saved credentials. And that immediately connected me to the PCI to, uh, database uh, that was VLAN off, and so I got keys to the kingdom there and got access to the crown jewels. Uh, and I said, "Okay, well, well, that, that's that's that test done." I went to the next uh, company and I said, "Well, I know two attacks now. I <laughs> I know uh, off crack and and you know pulling uh, the SAM off of uh, an unencrypted database, and and uh, I know connecting to local admin. I'd learned pass the shell or pass the hash uh, over the weekend, and so I said, "Well, I'll do that." Ended up trying that and said. Uh, well I, I learned those two, so let's learn another attack and each pen test, you know you kind of spend i don't know half a day doing the attacks you know and the rest of the time learning new attacks on a new environment, so that's how I got into it. Does that answer your question?
4: Yeah, that's
11: great All right. Cheers. Was it one of the more uh, crazy things that you've
1: had to do uh, to get to get a foothold? <clears throat> more crazy
11: things to do yeah one that sticks out uh. Trying to think of a of a real good one. I don't know mm-hmm. that. I've had to do a lot of weird stuff, and you'll forgive me. You caught me. I know I, actually,
1: I caught you off guard with that one. Sorry. No, no, no,
11: that's fine. I, I can tell a couple. I'm trying to think of, of in order to get just a single foothold. I'll, I'll tell you this one. This this is a good story. Um, this was a physical pen test, uh, and uh, uh I knew the client. I'd actually the head of security there that hired, um. That hired my company. Uh, I had worked with him at a previous place, and so uh, he ended up going with the company. and And he had only just uh, basically a white box security audit. So he had purchased enough time that I was to spend basically two days on site, and I was going to walk through uh, uh, each area. Of what I found, you know, so so real cheap. But you know, the the saying goes: Look, if if you believe me and you trust me. I can tell you all of your vulnerabilities just by walking through and pointing at things. You know, a white box security audit's gonna find everything that you need to know. Um, the problem is most people don't believe you, or they don't believe it can happen. They think it's hypothetical. And so that's when the black box pen tests come. in. I don't I don't find anything that folks don't already know or that I could tell you just by looking at it. With a pen test, what a pen test will do is is demonstrate impact to the non-believers. You know, that, that's the kind of thing. You hack in, but then you hack and it's bad, right? Uh, and, and that usually lights a fire under some sea levels ass, and and they get budget in order to fix the shit. But uh, this guy had had purchased a uh, a white box security audit, and uh, my my boss is like, look, don't do a pen test. Just go show up on site and 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 do this this walk there. He came to me aside and said, hey bro, can, can you just do a pen test? <laughs> you know, can can you cut me some slack, kind of thing. And I said, well, I tell you what, I'm going to go on site, sight unseen. I'm not going to do any recon. I'm not going to do any prep. And if I can bust in, I'll bust in. Otherwise, uh, if they, if they stop me, I'll say, Hey, look, I'm with this and we'll start the white box. Security audit.' Uh, how's that? That's a little bit of half and half. And he said, sure, go for it. So I said, okay. So I hopped into my car, uh, went downtown to, to where his business was. He, he was in a, you know, shared occupancy building. Uh, they had they had three fours out of a twenty story building, and uh, and I walked in, and uh, first thing I noticed was that there was construction going on on the ground floor. A lot of um, a lot of rooms kind of you know cordoned off, and you you could hear a lot of the you could see welding going on and all that kind of stuff. And so I said, well, that's cool. I went back into my my car, and I usually carry you know a handful of things with me. Um, and, and I put on a, a safety vest and, and walked right back inside. Uh, and I went up to the main room or main floor that they have most of their, uh, their things. And I, I went around jiggling doorknobs. So I ain't gonna lie. Uh, and, uh, one doorknob, I jiggled, I heard some folks behind it. This was around, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon. I figured I'd wait till they, they went home and I just start picking locks or whatever. I had no idea around three o'clock in the afternoon. And, and, uh, I hear behind it I go, oh shit. And I run to the bathroom and hide. Right. Uh, A bathroom's a a pentester's kind of safe zone. They're 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 pulled up and it it smells like shit, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, So I'm there, standing in the bathroom. I'm not in a stall. I'm not I'm not using urinal. And and the guy that that I heard, you know, from behind, uh, 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 he followed me into the bathroom. Turns out he had to take a leak, right? And 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 now I'm caught flat footed in a bathroom. I'm not even using stall. I'm not using the the the. uh, the, the sink or nothing. I'm just standing there, not with my dick out, but 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 I'm standing there. And he looks at me like, like like what the fuck are you doing here? And, and so I look up at the ceiling, and I you know because what else am I gonna do? And, and, and the first thing I see is sprinkler. I go well, I'm I'm looking at the sprinkler, and I'm trying not to make any piss jokes at this point. And uh, I go well, I'm I'm a, I'm a sprinkler investigator. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 investigating sprinklers. And he goes okay, <laughs> and takes a piss. Well, he washes his hands. I'm so you like, uh, yep, that, that's, that's, <laughs> a cool, man, but I need to take this
2: piss. That's some neat sprinkler. Yeah,
11: well, I'm, I'm like, you take the piss and I'll look at sprinkler. He finishes up and he walks out and I, I go, well, fuck really it. it. <laughs> yeah. And so he, uh, he goes he out. He figuratively dick out. No, 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 figuratively. Yeah, no, no, the object drip uh, if you were on fire, real, real hot mess. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> So uh, he walks out and I go, well, fuck it. We're going to run with it. And he goes back into the door that I was jiggling, shuts the door. I knock on the door as soon as he shuts it. He opens the door and I step in. I go, I need to investigate your sprinklers too. You mind walking me around? And he's like, oh, I, I, I mean, sure. And I'm like, all right. So we go through and I, I take out my phone and I start taking pictures of all the sprinklers. And then I bring the phone down. Like I'm looking at my picture and I start taking pictures of all the, uh, uh, all the computers turns out i literally walked into the it shack <laughs> and, uh, and 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 his boss was there and he gave me this like think light, like what the fuck are you doing here and i just kind of grinned to him and started making up shit about sprinklers i said well you know we're doing construction down there and we got to test the uh the i don't know the the pressure and uh so i need to go through here and while we're looking at it I need to go through and see if there's any leaks and if if uh you know, if, if we need to replace it. And, and and the guy that, that was, that opened the door, he goes, he goes, "Were well, you going to replace uh, sprinklers. I go, hell no, that's, that's beneath me. I don't do that anymore. Uh, uh, I'll get one of my guys to replace it, but you might take me into the other room. <laughs> and so he starts walking me around this little area and I, uh, you know, we do this for about 30 minutes and I'm, I'm small talking and bullshitting. And um, uh, he, he goes, I go, well, I'm about done. Do, do you, do you have a desk I can sit down with and write up my report? He goes, yeah. Well, you go ahead right here and do this. Mind you, I'm taking pictures of all the boards. There's IP addresses on there. There's, uh, you know, uh, Wi-Fi passwords and all that kind of stuff. So he sets me down. I go, okay. Well, that's easy. Now I'm going to plug in and and, and start hacking. Uh, I didn't bring a Dropbox with me or nothing, but I had, I had some rubber duckies. But um, uh, so I start plug in. Right as I'm about to plug in, that head sys admin comes barreling around the corner, coming right at me with an angry his face. And he goes, who the hell are you? And what the fuck are you doing? You're not supposed to be here. Well, I'm taking aback here. That's, that's not a way to talk to a fellow human being. And so I, I look at him and I go, well, this company? He goes, yeah. I go, are, are you on these floors? He goes, yeah. I go, well, I'm supposed to be here. I he goes, well, do you, do you have a security badge? I go, well, no. Should I have a security badge? He goes, yes, you have to have a security badge. I go, well, I want to be secure and I want to follow your policy and procedure. So why don't you get me a security badge? He goes, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, yeah, let, let's, let's get you cleared. I go, sounds good. I appreciate it. Wow. And so he hands <laughs> me off to his, to his, you know, to the person who, who was kind of walking. You know, go down, get this guy checked out and get him a security badge. And so I walk down and we go outside and I, I thought I'd been done for, but, you know, you kind of look a man in the eye and tell him bullshit through your teeth, you know, they're, they're liable to believe you. Um, and so we get into the, uh, the elevator and we're going down to the, the security center, the front place, right? And I'm doing all this bullshit. I go, so, so y'all in computers? And he's like, yeah, we're in computers. And I was like, never do computers. I wasn't really good. I'm, I'm better with my hands. I go now, my cousin, he's good with computers. Uh, he, he does, uh, what he likes to call helper's desk. Is that right? And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bullshitting with this guy. Uh, uh, you know, the big thing is when folks are around you and you're, you're a stranger, you know, they're going to make sure that you don't attack them and they're going to make sure that you don't steal anything. But beyond that, they're generally, they're generally be fine with you being around them. So he goes down and, uh, he has me fill out this piece of paper and I write down something like Texas Sprinkler Systems, which there's a hundred companies in Texas called Texas Sprinkler Systems. Uh, but he never checked it, uh, didn't hand over a business card. He didn't, he didn't verify it because his boss told him to get me cleared. His boss didn't say to clear me. His boss said get me cleared, right? And there there's a little bit of a uh of a a difference in that. One is making sure I get a badge and I ought to have a badge. So, um, th- this is a concept in, in, in conning called, uh, uh, transitive trust. Uh, and, and the idea is, you know, if one person, tr- you know, if, 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 if Dan or not Dan, you trust me, <laughs> right. And, and you trust you, well, then you might trust me. Um, for those of you just listening on the podcast, there's a gentleman here named Assume, I'm sorry. Uh, There's there's a person here named you. So so it's a who's on first kind of thing. Um, But but the idea is, you know, hey, this first person saw fit to trust me for a little bit. I may not know you, but I at least have a little bit of trust because I trust this other guy. And what I ended up doing was, you know, I came to this thing sight unseen. I wasn't breaking in. I wasn't picking locks. I wasn't cloning badges. I was going in, uh, you know, just with a tongue in my cheek and, and a wink in my eye. And I was able to get in first by, by saying that I was uh, a, a sprinkler uh, investigator. And that was enough to get a guy. And, and he didn't trust me to leave me alone enough at first. He walked me around, uh, but then he set me down. Well, the other guy didn't trust me, but he knew I did anyone. So that was the CIS admin came and said, hey, who are you? He challenged me. At that point, he's fine, go clear him. He then hands me to another guy. At this point, two people have known me already. This guy has no reason not to trust me. He walks me around every single room. Mind you, I'm still escorted, to tell you the truth, so I can't do anything fun, but I'm at least getting recon. He walks me through every single room in their entire company, so I know where's what's what. And at the very end, I go, well, y'all have a server room, right? And he goes, yeah. I go, well, there's special sprinklers in there. You don't want just water frying your servers. He goes... And I Don't know if this is true, I think it is right. Uh, but, but he goes, Well, that sounds right. He goes, But I can't get into the sprinkler room. Let me bring you over to the security guard, uh, uh, they have access and they'll get you into the sprinkler room. I said, Okay, and so I went down there. At this point, uh, he hands it over to the security guard, and, and the security guard's the employee of this company, if you will. And, and, and this, the, my target, Mark, he goes, Hey, take this gentleman. Uh, into the ser- server room, he needs, he, he needs to check something out. Mind you, he doesn't say he needs to check out a sprinkler system, he just needs to check it out. So she, at this point, cause he needs to go home and, and the, uh, the security guard's gonna stay all night. So I walk with security guard and, and security guard did nothing wrong. Security guard was given a valid order, a valid request from their employee. I had a badge, uh, security guard did nothing wrong. It, it was that nobody along the way of the company target validated me. So now I'm walking with security guard and go anywhere I want. She goes, well, you need to go in the uh, server room. I go, yeah, I need to go in the, uh, the server room. I need to run some updates on the server. Um, and so uh, she walks me in there and their server room was protected by a handprint. So biometrics and a pen pad. She puts down her handprint, biometrics lets me in. And I go in there and, and she's again, she sits down on the corner, just knows that I need to be there. She can't leave me alone so I don't, you know, I don't steal anything, but I go in in front of her. I'm plugging shit into their servers. You know, my, my rubber ducking and whatnot, popping shells. Uh, and at that point we were done and I said, you know, thank you for your time. I'll leave and I'd owned everything. And and that was, you know, I, I've, I've done hacks. I I've, I've, I've done fishing. I've done physical intrusions, you know, on uh, cloned badges of pick locks uh, I've brute force shit, you know, uh, you know, full scope, et cetera. But this was the only time that I'd ever owned an entire company through nothing but social engineering alone. And that's also kind of an interesting uh, demonstration using transitive trust to pivot and privilege escalate in a social engineering scenario. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was kind of fun. Now I'll, I'll give a little bit of a, that being said the, the fun thing was apparently uh, that sysadmin went back and did try to validate me himself. Uh, and he called in and said, hey, there's this asshole claiming to be a sprinkler investigator is he legit they did a check and apparently there was a sprinkler investigator coming through about an hour or two after me and so they thought I was him and so <laughs> I, I, I completely lucked out probably would have gotten by the time that he had checked for everything uh uh, uh so they might have gone and started doing a dfir right but uh, uh, what had happened was I, I had seen the uh, the construction worker, and I gave a plausible story and just kind of played with it. So uh, uh, luck favors the prepared, as they say. But I imagine that'd be the probably the goofiest pen test uh, uh, that I've ever experienced.
1: I got to say, oh. it's not really a contest. Like, we're not necessarily having a contest here, but you set the bar. Yeah. <laughs>
11: You just set the bar real high.
1: <laughs> <You don't laughs> crazy stories, go. That's uh, that's that's top
11: notch, man. I don't, I don't think I've told that story on Twitter before. Uh, yeah, I, I I I like telling stories. So I got a couple in my back pocket.
7: A very profound experience.
11: <laughs> yeah,
6: hey, that's
7: probably <laughs> that's probably the first time I've I've heard someone else telling a story where they they actually lucked out to the extent that you know they just happened to pose as someone who was going to be happening by that day uh that's happened to me once only yeah. once and yeah uh, i i've never heard of that happening with someone else i i actually had a i walked into a bank branch saying that i was there to check out some phone lines and it turns sure. out that their isp was actually stopping through that day and they already had emails and everything so circulating nice about phone. it but yeah that's that's wild man that's could, that's awesome
11: could you imagine interesting
7: when the real yeah i mean yeah <laughs> like, hey who are yeah. you, who are you? <laughs> i mean the funny thing too is like you know we obviously didn't have a van with the isps vinyls on the side and stuff like that so yeah, yeah i can't imagine when they showed
11: up later what these people thought could you imagine the scrutiny you know the, like they'd actually
6: <laughs> he got and, that.
11: Yeah, i mean that, that that that's straight up that, that that's a movie right there. that, that that's a that's a rom-com slash heist movie right there so, I mean, i'd love to take credit
7: for that sort of shit but you can't you just get that lucky you know you can't, well, you can't take credit for that
11: stuff <laughs> half of its luck right but it, it's also uh you know it's looking around at the environment i once had a person say you know you always get lucky every time you go in there's default creds somewhere and I'm like, well, no, I look for default creds or, or, you know, you get lucky. All these places have locked doors, but you find the unlocked doors and I jiggle every handle, you know, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and yeah. when you go in there and, and you go in to the bank account as you, or to the bank, as you said, and you said, look, I'm here to check a phone line. Can you imagine how many times they have phone lines checked? They're a bank. They, they rely on phone lines. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that, that's a valid pretext. Uh, 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 to pick it. it, it's, it's not off the wall. Chances are, you know, it sounds random, but chances are, you know, you have a 20% chance of that being a legit story any given day. So that that that's works, a lot favor. So prepared.
7: Works 20% of the time, all the oh, time. <laughs> ain't nothing
11: wrong with that, you know, uh, <laughs> use it. So, and you know, it kind of goes with, but there you yeah, go. I'm-
7: Glad well, I fucking woke up and heard you talking on here. That's
11: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> well, I, I listened to your story last week. I Means we'll, we'll just we'll just shoot the shit.
9: <laughs> hey, uh, Tinker, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. So uh, last week I asked I commit felonies and Jack Hyde if hmm. they'd ever been physically tackled or uh, restrained or handcuffed or anything like that during a pen test. I was just wondering, have you maybe ever been physically restrained or handcuffed
2: or detained or whatever?
11: I, I generally
2: feel like two time at OVH.
11: I uh, I usually have a, a quick tongue and an easy smile, and so I tackled. However, uh, one of the very first physical pen tests I ever did, um, uh, I they didn't. Th- this place was so locked down. This is like military industrial, out in DC, and um. I had been sent over, uh, honestly, to do an internal pen test, but they, uh, when I got there, they said, well, we don't have authorization tight. I said, well, that doesn't make sense. Why to I get on a, a plane if you didn't have authorization? Uh, I was only supposed to be there for three, for, for a week, rather, for five days. I was flying out on Friday. Uh, I, I, Wednesday afternoon, they came back and said, look, we're not going to be able to get you authorization. I'm oh, in. Can you try to break in? And I was like, well, that doesn't. Doesn't make any sense. You 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 can't give me a badge, but you can let me try to break in. Is that that's kind of ironic? But uh, and I said, look, I'm not kitted out to do a physical break in here. I don't have anything. I've got a a large laptop in order to do an internal pen test, you know. And they said, well, look, do what you can do, and and we'll try to get some value out of it. Uh, and so this place didn't have a lobby. It didn't have a parking lot out front. Um, I won't go through the whole story. But their parking lot was basically a, uh, a car trap that you'd go down, so you couldn't actually go into it. Um, uh, as an outsider, you had a badge, and they had active security there. Uh, they had no, they had employee entrances, but I couldn't get into them. They were all heavily uh, man-trapped down. They they had a guard there. You would swipe in front of him. He'd check your picture to the to the swipe in, um, and and they had a lot of like nondescript doors. I didn't know any of this at first, mind you, because I you know, I was, I had like a day and a half to to try to do as much as I could. Um, but I ended up at one point, uh, going into a random door, um, uh, during the day, just after lunch, trying to tailgate folks in and the door opened to this very narrow, short, uh, very dark hallway with two heavily muscled uh, security guards, one sitting down and the other grimacing at the general direction. And they were not expecting folks to uh, to walk through that door. And I don't know if you've ever been out uh, in the brush and you you're you round a corner, uh, typically when it's cold and, and you walk right into a wolf, uh, uh, not a coyote, but a proper wolf. And a wolf will stop and look you straight dead in the eye. And you get this thought, well, if I run, he's going to kill me, right? And this was my first pen test. And so I'm still going off. You know, a lot of folks would come in out of military, uh, uh, you know, in, in, into this kind of testing. Uh, and the Marine Corps, if I feel threatened, I'm going to rush you and I'm going to take you down. Uh, I might die in doing so, but that's how we're trained. You know, if we get ambushed, we push through and we, we do a counter ambush on the spot. You run away, you die. Uh, and so my, I, I walk into this door and, and one guy turns towards me and another guy reaches behind him uh uh in a a gesture that 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 i knew meant that he was carrying and my first instinct was to get down and rush the son of a bitch and start chopping at his throat but it's a client and this guy's only doing his job and so i stop and my second thought is i need to take cover i need to make a tactical retreat but i can't do that if i do that i know that they're gonna run after me uh and so i stood up straight and kind of grinned and said well i'm I'm here looking for a friend. Do you know him? And they turn to look at me. And they're like, Sir, I said, Oh, okay. I'll do that. I'll, I'll call my friend from the parking lot. And they're like, get out. I'm like, okay. And so I end up leaving. <laughs> but uh, uh, I know that if I would have run, they would have tackled me. But uh, uh, I, I was able to kind of shit myself there on the spot and keep my cool and um, uh, uh, talk my way out of it. But but no, generally speaking, if, if you move slow enough, you keep your hands where you can be seen. You don't run. I'll I, I tell you, as soon as you run, you kind of, even if you're caught flat-footed, you, you're, you're caught, you know, with your with your hand in the cookie jar. If you run, that's kind of, you said, I don't, you should chase me. And, and, and you're, you're literally saying, I should not be here. If you have your can in the cookie jar and you look a guy straight in the eye and go, hey, would you like some yourself? Chances are you'll... uh uh, you, you'll, you'll be able to get out of it.
7: Actually, right. that, that brings up a question now that I, I, as someone with like zero military experience, mm-hmm. I've often wondered people doing the same job who have that experience. Do you find that you have to kind of like dial back those instincts a little bit?
11: Yeah. So beforehand, uh, before we do any kind of military operation briefing and we'll do, we'll do rules of engagement and we'll do uh, escalation of force. Um so if you're if you're going in hot, you can fine if you know that that the area you're going into, but if if there are civilians in in the area, you, know, you can't just shooting anybody um and so uh uh I found that when I go into a physical pen test i, I have to kind of give my thing in that sense that um you know, I'll say, look, you know the rules of engagement hack the client, kind of think. Can, can you guys hear me? I know it's kind of going in and
9: uh uh, it's a little hard.
1: Maybe if you rejoin the chat.
11: let I'd me like see something. real quick. And I see it flicker and I see folks talking about it
1: yeah, i don't I've heard or I've seen a few people mention things, and honestly, you've been clear for me, so I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah even
7: the moment really where good. you cut out, it's still pretty easy to pick up on what you're saying. Okay, yeah. let, let me check we'll so to one
0: sec. we'll cut for just one little second
7: yeah. Go ahead. And,
4: Yeah, we're back. Should be good. All
2: right. Not Twitter. I mean Twitch. <laughs>
4: yeah.
7: All right. While he's doing that, um, a really good point that he brought up a bit ago is that if once you decide to run, you have given up, because you can you can hold your ground and it can still work out in your favor, but the second you run, you've 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 admitted defeat. You've given up.
2: Oh, of course. You're All right. giving out yourself like I'm guilty. Hey, <laughs>
11: exactly. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Now? Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. Okay. Yep, perfect.
11: Yeah. So one other thing besides, you know, to your point of, of if you run, you give up uh, a big things folks don't really always understand is that, uh, you know, pen tests. we're not, unless you're working for a government agency or military agency, unless you're working for a criminal organization, or unless you're a hacktivist. The point isn't necessarily to break in or to hack. The point is to test security. Now we do that through breaking in and hacking by doing actual, you know, uh, uh, attacks. Uh, but the point is to test security. Um, even if you get caught, one thing I've found is that you continue to test how do they react when they catch a person. So so I've gotten, uh, uh, you know, actually that same place, uh, uh, I ended up going into a place with, with a, uh you know piece of crap little fake uh, uh badge access card I, I didn't have a. um it's that same place i told you about uh, i didn't have a cloner and i ended up going up and, and into a man trap i said well i'm just going to keep going normally if this was attack i would have left i would it would have been fine but i was like you know i, I want to see this through and i went through the first thing that they did was they said well it didn't work and they go sir this looks suspicious could you step to the side and they moved me off the perimeter and into a, uh, a secondary guard who took me aside and, and ran a check. And uh, at this point <clears throat> he goes, well, this looks weird. And, and I do a, a bullshit thing where i said, you know, well, that's what HR gave me, you know, it hasn't been working and, and I just started all at new. And so he goes, well, hold on one second, uh, let, let me run this. And he was very calm and very relaxed and uh, made sure that I felt at ease. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's see if I can get away from this guy. I said, well, sir, I, I need to use the restroom. Do you have a restroom I can use? And he goes, well, there's a restroom. If you go outside and go across to the cafe over there, there's a public restroom. He gave me a way out, right? You corner a person who tried to break in, that, that person may act violently. He is not the police officer. or You know, police. he has my picture. Uh, he has everything I need uh, that he can give a full report. He needs to get me out of there safe. And I said, well, you know, and, and I recognize that. That's good. I said, well, no, I really need to go right now. He looks me in the eye. He goes, well, I would never never deny a a fellow man a a restroom. Hold on one second. So he brings in a a third guard that was on an internal rotation. He never weakened his perimeter. And that third guard escorts me to the restroom, lets me use the restroom, brings me back. And by the time I got back, the head of security was there to meet me and said, uh, you know, hey, can you explain this? And that's when I said, well, he caught me. I I brought out my my letter of of permission, what have you. But the key thing was, you know, uh, half of pen testing is finding vulnerabilities, but the other half is testing uh, uh, detection and response. And if you get caught and you're able to validate that things work. Not just that things didn't work for you hacking in, but you're able to validate, hey, you detected me on this. I did a brute force and and, and you detected and, and, and banned my IP. I had a hop IP addresses. You know, I went in and 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 I I, I popped a shell on interpreter and you detected that via PowerShell anomaly and you killed my 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 meterpreter shell. In this sense, it was a physical thing. You know, you went through and this is how you handled when something does bad, when something actually bad happens. Uh, that has a m- tremendous value. Uh, to a client, because again, the goal of pen testing is validating and testing security. We're, we're essentially security quality assurance. Uh, I know we like to, to walk around and, and you know be all hot shit and leet and whatnot, but in the in the end of the day, we're just SQA. We might be manual QA, but but we're still QA. And so, even when you get caught, you need to see it through and make sure they they follow Paul's. I've I've had one time where. I pulled out uh, every time I have a letter of permission, this is kind of the, if I get caught, please don't throw me in jail, kind of uh, the get out of jail free car is what it's called. Um, uh, the first thing I do is clone that and I put a fake phone number on it. So if they call my number and they call my buddy in the back who says that I'm I'm valid, well, then they they failed that test. And that's something they need to do The the, the proper policy and procedure is they go through their internal lines of, of escalation uh, and call up their own internal people. So even if you get caught, don't run see it through and make sure you test the, the full response. Man, that's beautiful. Nice.
2: you got to take note of that because they, you're going to be rewarded for, for each meta, and different pattern that you try. They want to see if each employee are doing their job.
11: Exactly.
9: Yeah. Just to exactly. reiterate for the people listening that might want to be pen testers, that's probably some of the best advice uh, if you want to get into pen testing. It's not all about popping shells. It's not all about, like, hacking the biggest hack. You're, at, you're there to do the job. Your job's a test, security control.
2: Yeah, I had that with some good data center here in Montreal. Some turn bad, some turn good. But yeah, you got some issues sometimes, especially if you deal with, like, high-tier place that you need to to hunt at several plays that just... It, it become bullshit. The worst place I ever worked... That is OVH.
4: Really? Huh.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I had some bad experience because not for like testing job, but just security. I'm a smoker. And basically, they don't like when you go out and go in with a temporary like card.
1: Well, good on them. Really? I mean, to be honest, yeah. keeping yeah, it safe.
11: Right? trying to save your life. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs>
12: If you have any friends or anything that still work there, if you could tell them to stop bothering me about the $70 that they're not going to get, that would be <laughs>
2: awesome. A wild craze piece funny.
12: It be- was just like, of well, I had I had done exchange, hosted exchange with OVH. I don't fucking know why. Like, right after it was like the link for 365 and I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. And they were like, hey, we auto-renewed, and your credit card failed, so you owe us $70. And they just kept emailing me for, like, fucking two years. Fuck off. So if you know anybody that's there, if you could tell them, that'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I've missed you, Chris. Yeah, seriously, Chris. Missed you too, buddy dude i i felt like i came in earlier and i was like shit dude everybody's talking about really cool shit i just have fucking dumb stories about me when i used to drink you know and i was like fuck just being quiet and shit that's all good yeah.
2: i really uh, I don't say my story like of work i try to keep that and um, i don't know separate from internet shit
12: uh, my job's not tinker. nearly as cool as what these guys were describing that was really cool shit and the tinker set guy i remember he did like a what do they call him tweet storm or whatever when you do a bunch of tweets what? and uh it was about like a an engagement that he had and it was really fucking cool it was a dope read
11: cheers grace appreciate that
9: i think it's worth mentioning you're talking about like meetups uh in the twitch chat if you want to Mm -hmm. like reiterate that in uh the voice here
11: yeah absolutely so um generally speaking if you're in a big city you'll probably have a couple infosec meetups already uh uh, local CON groups here in dallas we have dc214 local 2600 groups will still be around Uh, they meet on the first friday of every month um and some of like the local 2600 here in, in dallas is, is just a place to kind of get drunk and bitch about your job the the local dc 214 what it's it's more offensive right but it will uh you know you'll have like a long form talk for about an hour or two and there's a bunch of other meetups uh, dallas is really heavy with that kind of stuff uh uh an old hacker by the name of wirefall um and if you ever read Kevin Mitnick's, I think it's Art of Intrusion, I think it's Chapter Six or Chapter Seven, is Wirefall's story. I don't think Wirefall ever got uh, paid for that, but you'll see a quote from him there at the, the very top. Uh, this oh, guy okay. is- He
0: definitely didn't get paid. It's Mitnick's No,
11: No, no, no. And we, we won't continue that conversation because I have uh-huh. thoughts. But <laughs> uh, uh, Wirefall's an old graybeard. beard. Um, and uh, uh, he said, look, I, I, he liked the Austin Hackers Association. That, that's all, you know, that's Mobhead, H. D. Moore, uh, Egypt, uh, uh, those fellers. Um, and uh, their whole thing was get in, talk about shit. You know, you're not going to be here lurking. Uh, uh, give a quick talk, 10 minutes top and, and get down. And Waterfall didn't see that around Dallas. And so he created the Dallas Hackers Association. We blatantly stole it from him. Um, and, uh, uh, and that's kind of blossomed into, you know, there's like 150 hackers every month they go to it. It's, it's, we've have our own CTF and lock sport and, uh, it, it's, it's real fun meets in this really crazy, uh, cyberpunk neon karaoke bar. Uh uh at the end of and I shit you not, it's 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 at the end of this dark alleyway alleyway called Goodnight Lane. It, it's the uh-huh. skee it's the skeeziest place I've ever seen. I love I love it. Um but but the thing was Waterfall saw in the eating said, Fuck this, I'm gonna create it. And when he created it, there was only like a couple people joined at first, and then it was twelve people. Uh, and then 20 people was offering, you know, free, uh, free wings and beer. until it got to be about 20 people and everybody, he'd go around the table. Hey, what are you working? What are you working on? He had a TV or whatever, and get up and show some slides. If he wanted to, um, we've had to kind of change a little bit as we've grown, but we've, have we've been going strong for five, six years now. And, uh, and the idea is, you know, the community gives, and if, you know, we're not bringing, there are no vendor talks, there are no recruiter talks, um, it's, it's just, you know, if you show, if you're talking about code, you show code, if you're talking about methodology, you show methodology and everything ought to be able to be applied no matter what the tool set. And so, uh, folks kind of do it. And so uh, a lot of uh, person in the, in the chat here kind of said, well, what if, how do we get into, to, to infosec if you don't have your own bubbles and uh, bubbles being the person that, that kind of gave me my, my leg up. And it, it's, Part and part. So first you have to study, you have to know your shit as much as you can. So you have to have skill or at least training and you can get free training online. Everything's for free online as much as possible. Um, but the other thing is you, you need a network and social networking's fine. You know, being here in thug crowd is good. Um, but if you can meet in person, uh, that's ideal. Um, hacking is one of those weird things. I'm going to let you get into literally my 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 crown jewels and I'm going to pay you money to do that. But once you've been in, you know how to take down the entire organization. You don't just let anybody do that. You have to have an immense amount of trust. Warfall always says he doesn't sell his hacking. He sells trust. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's hard to just have a person off the street with a resume that, that anybody can con and, and, and bring true. in. You know, it, it's another thing. If you know, a lot of times we'll, for our own crews, you know, I'll, I'll, hire, I'll hire people I know. If I if I change a different crew, I'll bring folks over. People get me on their crews that they know. And so if yeah, you're breaking in,
2: always do random project to to see if the person is trustable, or we react on the server and everything. You bring a really good point.
11: Yeah, and and so you know, skill's one thing, but but I I know some folks that are hot shit skilled, but if they get into a place, they'll, they'll burn everything. And so uh, um, uh, to his point though, not everybody has uh, meetups in the area. You know, look around, use meetup.com, use some other uh, things, you know, look in, and look for those meetups. So there's oftentimes a local DEF CON group or what have you and see if it exists. If it doesn't exist, do it yourself. Just like anything, spin up your own shit, um, um, uh, pop your own code. It, it's, it's real simple, Meet meet the same day every month You know, first Tuesday, first Wednesday, first Thursday or whatever. Don't meet on the weekends, uh, but meet during the during the week, meet for an hour at night, meet at a a place that has food and drink because most hackers are introverts and they won't talk or, you know, be friendly unless they've got drink in them. That's leads to alcoholism, but still uh, and and have and have food there, you know, that kind of gets people in a communal mindset, meet the same time and stay two hours. The first two times, no one's gonna show up. Make sure, you know, put things out on a meetup, put it out on Twitter. No one's gonna show up, uh, you, but you have to be consistent. If, if for one time you don't show up, people will show up and you won't be there. The third time, the third month that you go, somebody will show up and then, you know, engage them and start, start kind of doing that whole, hey, what'd you hack on, what I hack on, you know? Uh, uh, and just start speaking about it. But, but after about six months, you'll have a sizable group. You know, it's that old classic, if you build it, they will come. So if there's a local meetup, meet and meet people talk to them let them get to know you and trust you chances are if you show the hunger and the wherewithal they'll hire you and train you Uh, if you don't have a local meetup then create one and stick to it uh uh and 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 build what you what you feel you need to build build it's just like anything if you see a lack fill that lack awesome advice yeah for sure
4: like, moving to a new area just recently, I would say that, like, my
9: local DEF CON group is, like, better than I could ever expect.
5: Yeah, yeah.
9: Like, it's it's great to have that. And I hope more people will go out and, you know, look for those kind of things because they're really amazing.
2: Yeah, that, that's all I got my first job, basically, was social engineering to a business and a group of hacking in my like all area, basically. And I did impress some people there. Where we started, like, meeting at the bar and drinking. So, yeah, when people drunk, they talk more about shit. They open up, and, yeah, it's good advice that he's given.
4: No, just amazing show. I got to put it out there. We've been one-upping it.
1: Every single show from 2019 forward, it's been a good year, man. Thanks,
11: Ticker. This has been amazing. Cheers. What you all have put together here is one of the most vibrant online things I've seen in a long time. Uh, so this is part and parcel what you've built. So cheers to you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, man. That's uh, awesome having you on. I'm really cool hearing your stars.
11: Awesome to be on. Cheers. Thank you.
3: So do you have any um, like parting words for anybody who's listening? Because uh, there's quite a bit of people still watching, or <laughs> that are watching right now.
11: Yeah, I've been trying to follow the chat and kind of answering, even just kind of typing as I go. Um, I don't know, no, no real parting words. The the big thing is, I mean, hack the fucking planet, just rip it apart, and see what <laughs> you can see. <say. laughs> yeah. no hack nice the planet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> love it. <laughs> Hell yeah.
11: Well cheers. I appreciate y'all having me on. It's a pleasure. Stop by right. sometime. Definitely. We'll do.
9: Anything you want to give a shout-out too?
11: Uh my mentor, Wirefall, my heterosexual life mate, Whiskey Neon. <laughs> uh uh shout out to Jack, whatever she's breaking into right now. And uh yeah, that's probably about it. Hello mom.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um so I'm just trying to queue up something real
4: quick so we will uh be able to sign off. So yeah, next week we have is that right, Dan?
1: Uh actually you cut out. I didn't hear you.
3: <laughs> next week we have
1: bad
4: packets report. Oh yeah, right. That'll be great.
6: yes we got got things and stuff we got things
3: yeah and we have have quite a few awesome uh people to uh to be interviewing in the next uh couple weeks here which is really awesome um so shout out to everybody who's come on also I wanted to give a shout out to everybody who uh donated and followed so we got donations from debug pirate moo and subnet we got follows from SVN Tropical, My Rusty Spoon, Gold Gothis, and Wicked Blue Ninja. Thanks, a lot, everybody for interacting with our stream and making it awesome.
0: Um, so, um, you last,
4: like...
0: last week we uh, we mentioned that something would go down, and uh, it didn't quite turn out the way as planned. And it's... but we'll we'll play uh, just just a little bit huh?
5: <laughs> just
0: a little crim on the top. Yes. Uh, somebody yell cut when they want me to cut
6: <laughs> nobody yell cut. Hey, what you what is, what is your favorite movie? research chemical oh christ <laughs> well, it depends uh, 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 for what <laughs> i mean for relaxation for relaxation proper. yeah well, can give my, us a kind of example of you know, like, I, listen i don't do much for relaxation other than alcohol and weed only because relaxation is not much my thing uh for concentration okay here i i, I truly wish that that methylene dioxy was still legal. That's MDPB. Yeah. I know it's dangerous. The problem with it was the tolerances for doses were so strict that a half of a milligram is the difference between a very profound experience each body's face, okay? So that was the problem with that. Currently, I like uh, alpha-PHP. It's very difficult to find. Um, but I would say that, Alpha PHP. And if you guys know where I can get some, DM me. Thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, uh, yes, we got to speak with McAfee about some very important subjects today. Um, so, shout out to McAfee for coming on, talking to us about basalts salts and some other things. Good luck. Godspeed wherever you're going to. I don't know where that is, but thanks for coming and hanging out. Papa John, if you're listening, thank you so much for your time.
1: Don't <laughs> so,
4: forget to eat your
1: dick. I think in its
3: full glory, we're gonna. We'll eventually have to have to uh, uh, play play some more of it, but yeah, it it, got, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, we didn't want to overshine Tinkersec though, uh, but it was fun. Uh, thanks everybody who just uh, retweeted the shit out of us for no, like overwhelmed like overwhelmed. Matter. <laughs>
7: uh, wait, wait, did I fucking sleep through John being on the show?
3: <laughs>
1: well, you you might
6: have. Yeah.
4: God oh, fucking mother- oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh Christ. Thank you very much, John, for
3: coming nice. on. I don't know if we'll ever see you again, but uh, good luck in your all your journeys and endeavors. Godspeed, um, John. Godspeed, John Can that, we um, get that "Oh God" blurb in the intro from now on?
2: <laughs> oh
3: Christ. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> I love
3: that. He's he's a yeah good uh. Yeah
0: everything's great McAfee 20 McAfee 2020 make sure you get those copies.
3: <laughs> all right everybody thanks everybody for hanging out that's next week with bad package Support and others so thanks for tuning in and good night peace out good night good night, night y'all
5: bye
3: yeah, bye bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I'm still trying to turn yeah. off the stream. You want the...
12: <laughs> Wait, oh, the stream's still are... hard? So yeah, my, my video's frozen. Video